And that's when I realized we were no longer little girls. We were an ass-kicking troop of busty mercenaries. Now who wants to get in the bathtub with me? Little Hell Squad will return after these messages. And now, a very special statement from Adolf Hitler in the grand tradition of terrible accents. Hello, Americanas. It's me, Zafura. I would like to thank you all for what you've done lately. I feel underbar. Just this morning, I ate 15 schnitzengrubens with glee. I have never looked so good in the eyes of the world. Yes, I am hated by all, but now I am not the number one most hated man in the history of history. Whoopee! I know who I will be voting for this November. It's the one with the same hairstyle as me. You're out! Saving the world is not an easy job. Whether it's invading an island filled with red ninjas, or stopping a band of South American Nazis, it's tough work. But that doesn't mean I should smell bad. That's why I use Musk by Boone. Ladies love a man who really puts the pheromones out there, and clinical research has shown that baboons are the most musky of all the primates. Just one dab of Boone's special blend of sexy time and sweat will have them running to you. Um, Duncan Jacks, you smell like the jungle. I smell like freedom. Musk by Boone contains taint sheets from a baboon. Particles of baboon feces may be included. Pheromones removed from Boone the baboon without his written consent. When asked if we could use them, Boone gave us the finger and chucked a grenade at us. Use at your own risk. Boone is a registered trademark of Duncan Jacks Industries. When I stayed over at my girlfriend's house, her extremely conservative father wouldn't let us sleep together, which was the shame because he's very attractive. And now, top news. The wall surrounding the Anne Hathaway nudist camp has reported a very large hole in one side. When asked, the police said they were looking into it. On further note, the police station has had all of its toilets stolen. Investigators have nothing to go on. <laughs> Lethal Weapon is the new top show on TV You didn't ask for it, but Fox gave it to you anyways It was a completely dead franchise, so we got the rights on the cheap And cast that Wayans brother you didn't even realize was still alive And the female version of Johnny Depp What's that? Oh, he's male? Surprises just keep coming on TV's top new show MacGyver is back on CBS in the top new show on TV. He's just a teenager with dead eyes, but somehow he knows how to do a ton of things. The critics are saying, No one likes this. NBC needs a top new show on TV this fall as well, so we're bringing back the Golden Girls. This time things are a little different, as these girls are in their early 20s and are taking selfies, twerking, and caring little about their fellow man. It's the top new show on TV. Stinger Madness is the top new show on TV. It's a podcast that you listen to on your phone or whatever the fuck you do, but it's definitely the top new show on TV. Hello and welcome to 
Steaker Madness, the top news show on TV. I'm your host, Justin. They've already got a new t- top show on TV. Oh, no! What is it? It's Magnum DI. You know, I almost thought about making a Magnum joke in yeah. there. But what's DI stand for? District Attorney. <laughs> That's DA, you stupid Whatever. fuck. <laughs> Designated instigator. <laughs> it's not even a thing. We need an instigator. Put in Magnum! Magnum. <laughs> sure. I'm just throwing the pot. Look at me. Tall, uh, high shorts. When the debate gets too boring, he's the one that comes out there and says, Nudie pictures! Nudie pictures! Yeah. The only reason that you want you, they know bring back Magnum is because you just, not even, no asshole, not even the assholes and ties that are running the networks want to be the guy that fucks up Magnum PI. Yeah, no shit. Uh, now that you've said that, I'm sure it's going to happen. So oh, yeah. Good job on that one. Fox is bringing back Magnum PI, but instead he's a cat that talks. <laughs> Starring Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, the cat that talks. Uh, this is a podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. Uh, with me, as always, are Sam and Jackie. That was the voice of Sam you heard repeatedly. Let's hear a little from Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hello. Uh, I am Jackie. Now, you have a special relationship with the Magnum P.I. You want to tell the listeners at home? So we had a weenie dog when I was growing up by the name of Magnum P.I. <laughs> He was pretty awesome. He humped my Barbie doll furniture, and mm-hmm. uh, I have a little brother, uh-huh. and he refused to get dressed one night, so Magnum <laughs> P.I. jumped up on the bed to solve the problem and bit him right in the wiener. That is awesome. I love that story. I like it, too. I also think I might have, that same weenie dog, I might have played Snow White with and left it in a cooler. Ooh, the dog or Snow White? The dog, Magnum P.I. You left Magnum P.I. in a cooler? Yeah, I you was a little put kid. Him in a cooler? Yeah, I was playing like a Snow- beer cooler. Yeah, I thought it was. I was playing Snow White, and my mom heard him and got him out because I had went in for lunch. So <laughs> I don't remember when Snow White puts a small dog in a beer cooler. Well, I've only seen it a couple times, but that one's not ringing a bell. Oh, uh, that's Wizard of Oz. She's thinking about. Oh, yeah. well, I was just pretending like the cooler was the coffin. <laughs> the coffin? What coffin? Oh, after she eats the apple? Yeah. So I gave him some apple, and then I trapped him in the cooler. So Magnum P.I. was Snow White? Yeah. Oh, that's just weird, man. Poor, poor little guy. Anyways, uh, I want to talk about a couple things. There's no streaming do's and don'ts this week. Uh, however, Jackie and I did go see something amazing this week. Sam couldn't because he was too sleepy. <laughs> uh, we went and saw Shin Gogeta. Limited release import from Japan. The not it's a, it's the first. So my understanding of Shin Gojira is that it's the first time that they've ever rebooted Godzilla from the ground up. No, it's the third. This is the third reboot. It's the third reboot. But here's the thing. In the canon of the other reboots, they always consider the first movie, 1950s Godzilla, to have happened. Ah, uh. This is the first one that says. Nope, none of that's ever happened except for our stupid fucking American movies. Those, Those ones, ones don't, don't fucking count because count they're fucking stupid. Uh, this is the first time they've ever done that. Jackie and I, when we, the movie ended, looked at each other and said, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, that was... I'm really, really glad we got that experience because as far as Godzilla movies goes, that was everything I wanted a Godzilla movie to be. It Absolutely. was awesome. Yeah, it was... Uh, well told, well written, well pa- extremely well paced. The, it was it's told at a breakneck pace. Like I have never, other than maybe Zero Dark Thirty, 
I have never seen so many cuts and shots in one film. It is just, it's like a machine gun of film. It's awesome. Breakneck is the word I would use to describe his storytelling. It was uh, directed by Hideki Anno, the guy who did Neon Genesis Evangelion for those of you who are as dorky as me. Nice. There's it's probably a, several of them. One of the most popular animes that's ever been. So. Okay. Uh, he did a great job. Uh, there's a couple things I didn't like about it that keep it away from being, holy smokes, that was an incredible film, uh, like top 10 of all time, but it's really, really fucking good. Uh, Godzilla's great. He, the, the th- Don't the, ruin it. The work that they do with Godzilla to make him Godzilla, but more than Godzilla, is fantastic. Uh, the effects are fantastic, other than a couple. <laughs> Yep. Hmm. That uh, are very nice homages, very welcome homages, not, hey, look at what we did. We've seen a Godzilla movie. Just, yep, you guys got it. You guys, you know what this is. Yeah. And uh, you did a good job. A bunch of guys that grew up on Godzilla movies, so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Uh, It's not in theaters, so I can't really say go see it in theaters anymore. Its last release was last Tuesday. However, I can't imagine that they won't have a wider release, probably straight to Netflix or something similar like that. It just was too... The the theater was packed. People want to see this movie. It was one of the highest per-screen averages in like 10 years or something. Yeah. It made over a million dollars in three days, and it was at like one... It was in one theater for every market that had 500,000 people. So, Uh I mean, it just... It's an incredible achievement. Why they didn't put it on more screens is very odd. I think I, I if if their long-term game is to have a wide release, either via Blu-ray or online streaming, it's going to kill because it's got that, well, oh, shit, that was a great movie. I missed it. I got to make sure I watch it now. What happens if it dark horses its way into the foreign category for the Academy Award? I would, uh, oof, boy. It'd be a real dark horse because it, it, it's a Godzilla movie. I don't but know, man. It's once you see it, it's not that dark. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Japan usually has very strong submissions every year. But. Yeah, they do. Jackie, any final thoughts on Shin Gojira? Okay. You missed out. Yep, you missed out. I want to have a special segment, as the three of us here are well familiar with. Uh, and I didn't even realize how big of a deal it was across the nation. Sam, you may have more info on this, but Hastings is closing their stores at the end of October. Uh, I believe this episode will release right on the day that the last one will close. Uh, so ours just closed here, our main one, the one that the three of us have gone into 10 bazillion times tastings the entertainment superstore it was 13 or 14 or something like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how many stores did they have across the nation do you remember hearing about it's like 112 or 118 yeah so quite a few uh headquartered in texas a lot in texas um yeah they're gone and it's basically the last bastion of nationwide video rentals that you can walk into a store and pick up any videotape you want uh i by videotape, I mean the future. I think they call them Blu-rays. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I still get the VHS. Laser discs. Yeah, laser discs. Uh, no, you can rent 
instead of one of those stupid fucking boxes that are on every street corner that only have 20 fucking movies in it. It's a sad day, and I want to talk a little bit about Hastings. And what I've posed to you two guys is to share your best memory about Hastings throughout our lives. Jackie, I want to start with you first. Well, as you may or might not know, I used to work at Hastings. I was a shift manager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and you worked in the movie department too, didn't you? No, I was a front end manager. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, I put the movies away. <laughs> I hid back there when I didn't want to work and pretended to put movies away. Um, but it was just it it was a cool time for me. I was in my really early twenties and I met a lot of really awesome people when mm-hmm. I worked there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people stole shit. Because that's what you do. Uh, really, really awesome people that steal shit. Yeah. Well, you know, we didn't get paid dick, so. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to sum it up. It was just a really fun place to work. And um, you got to hear all the latest tunes early because right. we'd get the pre-release albums and whatnot. And we'd be able to play them at the store. And then we had like movies before they would actually come out to the public. And so... You know, we would have movie nights and we'd be able to. Uh... Yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> Goddamn crop dusting golden retriever. <laughs> oh, I gave you as long as I could, Jackie, oh, before I'm the stench took over. face is turning red. Oh, that dog stinks. So bad. <laughs> and he did. He left. No, no he's he just, like, he just he, came oh, in closer to he get got us better. scared of his own it's butt th- and needed the protection of his own mother. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Bing, bing, you stink. Sam? I don't know. There's so many fond memories I have of Hastings that I I will I don't think I could pick one, but I can share with you the most consistent memory and probably the strangest thing that you'll hear today. Hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, like the video store is just like my it's my zen place. I just feel more comfortable. <laughs> I think I know where this is going at a video store than I feel <laughs> anywhere else. And uh, whenever I would go to Hastings, like I walk in the door and I start looking at me, and I would immediately have to poop. Just like I'm so relaxed or something. It's like, oh, I got to poop. And I would poop beforehand because I want to be in there for like three hours looking at the movies. Right. Oh, and the, and the CDs back then, too. Everything. Yeah. yeah I just wanted, uh, I, you know, mostly the movies. I did get some. Usually I had a purpose when I was buying a CD. The movies, it was always scouring and scouring and trying to find stuff that was rare or you mm-hmm. hadn't seen. Because they had a selection that was probably three to four times Hollywood or Blockbuster. Yeah. Absolutely. And the older movies were, they had, they just had shit that the other places didn't have. So you could spend a lot of time thumbing through it, but every time I go in there, it's like, oh, I gotta poop. And then the second I'd leave, I wouldn't have to poop anymore. Because I don't you really... pooped. No, I didn't poop in Hastings. No, you pooped in Hastings all the damn time. I did a couple times, but the problem with pooping in Hastings was, is they have like, the, the, the theft that Jackie was speaking of earlier was so rampant. <laughs> That getting into the bathroom, they're like, okay, let they. It's like going through the fucking third degree to get into the goddamn bathroom. And first off, you like push the button, and nobody helps you for like twenty minutes. And then they come back there and then browbeat you for a while, and then you finally get to go into the bathroom. And it's quite literally just a shit box, uh-huh. so it's unpleasant. So I would usually just like try to hold it. And sometimes I would crop dust. I would just go rove through the aisles. And I used to intentionally, and this is a sort of a dick move. Um, towards the end there, they got their own science fiction section and their own anime sections. And so I would just like roll back and forth through those farting. 
and uh, there was like I had claimed that territory. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't know why I had to, but it, and Blockbuster and Hollywood Video never really made me have to poop. Maybe it was like Jackie's saying, they always have the freshest tunes, and so you get that, mm, 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 and the bass just kind of jiggles things. There's south. like a brown note or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, Hastings made me have to poop, and uh, with the red box, you don't want to be there at all. Right. It doesn't make me want to poop. I no. just like stand there, and there's only 20 movies, and I don't want to watch any of them. <laughs> I can stand there forever because I don't have to poop. Well, my great memory of Hastings, I think I've already told about the time that I rented Orgy of the Damned by Ed Wood and kept it for three years, and my late fee was $2,500. I'm not going to tell that story. No, you just did. They took me to collections, the fuckers. Uh, What I'm going to tell is I remember when Sam and I were exploring bad movies in Hastings, you could go in there and rent tapes, and we rented tapes back then. We found pieces Pieces. just by looking at the cover, and pieces is fucking amazing. It's a stalwart in our uh, idiom as far as bad movies. Uh, We found... Like, no, well, you found America 3000. America 3000 didn't even have, it didn't even have an artwork cover. It was just a clear cassette case and on the side in red lettering and it was like aerial, aerial bold. It's not even anything flashy. It just says America 3000. And I was like, yeah, I think this is going to be it. And it sure enough was. Sure enough was. I always went in there wanting to find a Jim Winerski movie before I knew who Jim Winerski was. Yeah. I just wanted to see uh, busty ladies with some stupid plot, some ridiculous plot, whether it be uh, you know gerbils that invade from space or something stupid where there's a pirate treasure that uh, an army of chesty ladies have to find, whatever it was. We found... The worst. Vampire Vixens from, from Venus. Venus. Yeah. And I remember when we watched that, we were like, this is shit. This is not good shit. It was the first time that we'd ever been like, wait, you can have chesty ladies in a movie and it still sucks? Yeah. Well, this I, well, sucks. Was that the first time or was um the lair of the white worm? It was like, it's got all of the, it's super gory. It's kind of violent. It's got a lot of naked ladies and it just stinks. Yeah. It was yeah. one of those two. Yeah, yeah. They were right in there with Vampire each other. Vampire Vixens from Venus has a real bad taste in my mouth, though, because I remember thinking immediately afterwards, hey, they're not vampires. They are definitely not Vixens because they were all fucking ugly. <laughs> uh, and they were not from Venus. They no. were actually from Mars. It was just poor use of alliteration, and it pissed me off. Yeah. And I'm still pissed today, but I'll uh, always remember that, uh, you know, we used to walk in there and just grab the stupidest thing we could possibly grab and whoever grabbed the awesome one was the winner of the night you could keep yourself entertained for so long as an as a young adult without the influence of like i'm not getting churchy but like drugs and alcohol and uh doing stupid shit you know breaking into crime vandalism type stuff that yeah we just were entertained, and it was great. It always gave us something to do, and uh, I'm gonna miss it for the rest of my life. Yeah. To Hastings. There was a Ninja Bachelor party too. 
Ninja Bachelor Party, sweet. It was only like 58 minutes long. I feel like that was a local production. I've never heard anything about Ninja Bachelor Party outside of that Hastings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone that worked there made that movie and just <laughs> snuck it on the shelf and we saw it. <laughs> Sam, it's your pick this week with Order of the Black Eagle. What have you brought for the wild card? Well, I think this week we're going to do Good Neighbor, Bad Neighbor with the endearing characters from the Duncan Jacks duology since we... The listeners have seen one, and we have seen both, well, obviously. Maybe we, they have. They should have <laughs> by somehow finding it. Well, that, that uh, one was on Amazon That one Prime. was on Amazon yeah, Prime, yeah. yeah. So we're going to do Good Neighbor, Bad Neighbor, starting mm-hmm. with Duncan Jacks. Okay. All right. All right. You figure you get Boone, too, with this Well, one. you pretty much get everybody, because Duncan Jacks lives in this future house where all of his friends and lady friends can live yeah. in a giant hot tub. Uh, Jackie, let's start with you. What are your thoughts about Duncan Jacks as a good neighbor, bad neighbor? Bad neighbor. Okay. You're picking up condoms. Oh, yeah. From, uh, yeah. you know, the hot tub party this where is they, they run outside. <laughs> condoms are for sailors in 1986. That is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're picking up dead fetuses yeah. that have been aborted on your front lawn. That's disgusting. Well, I'm just saying. It's 1986. Penicillin, Fucking scuzzy bastards. <laughs> penicillin packages. Like it's the ground. There's dead ninjas everywhere. There too. are dead ninjas everywhere. Yeah, you've probably been killed by a booby trap already just by living by him. However, I kind of get the idea that that sweet future house is also on his own island. I just have this inference that he doesn't live like in the hills of Beverly. He has his own fucking island. There's just too many things going on, shenanigans wise. That the uh, U.S. government would have a problem with, unless he was his own sole country. Yeah, he's an independent state of Duncan Jacks. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Huh? Yeah, bad neighbor. So He'd be stuck out there yeah, with you, him. You, you, you can't live on his island. You're you would right. have your you... own island. So you're neighbors to his island, which means you get an island. You just watch the ninjas die in a telescope. Uh huh. Oh, they're at it again. Fucking no, still bad balloons. neighbor. Really? Okay. He's going to trash up the ocean between your island and his island, and it's just going to float up on your beach, and you're going to be like, you son of a bitch. Unless you're fishing, ninjas make good chum. <laughs> okay, that's kind of true. <laughs> Especially if they're red ninjas. Yeah, chopped up. Yeah. Uh, no, I like this idea of him and us having, like, shenanigans across the way like when he's not busy killing ninjas it's uh like potato gun wars and stuff like that just launching potatoes at each other and see who can fuck up shit yeah i like it i think duncan jacks is a good neighbor see him once every two years hey yeah duncan been looking at your topless ladies and your dead ninjas looking good over looking good over there (laughs) jackie sticking with bad neighbor bad neighbor okay i'm gonna go with good neighbor all right Star, the head of secret agency agency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't live there. He has his own place. Okay. All right. Probably someplace in. Uh... I bet he lives in a two bedroom apartment downtown. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Bad neighbor. I don't want to live in an apartment. <laughs> uh, he's not. He's also not there very much. Because why would he come home? I think he might be there all the time. Why? He's always wanted to be at Duncan's place. That's where the shit's happening. Kinda. I mean, every once in a while, there's nuclear arms in play. Other than that, he's probably working from home. 
maybe he's always trying to go there and Duncan's like, what are you doing, Hester? Well, I was hoping we could hang. No, not today. I'm, I've got things. Why don't you just go back to your two-bedroom apartment? Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, you got like 20 women here. And he's like, just enough. But, nope. See ya. <laughs> so then he goes back to his apartment and he yells at you as across the street neighbor. Because he's got sexual frustration. Across the, yeah. yeah, and he's like, keep it down. And you're like, it's 6.30 p.m. So I'm thinking about things. I'm watching Seinfeld. I need quiet. What are you thinking about? Things. Huh. I need a bucket of ice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give Star a bad neighbor. Bad neighbor. Bad neighbor. Okay. Baron Goldtooth. <laughs> I bet that guy has the worst breath and oh, his body breath odor like you would sucks. not I believe. think we can all agree that Baron Goldtooth's breath is not good. Some serious halitosis. I don't think you can plate your teeth in gold because his teeth don't look like they've been replaced by gold teeth. It looks like he's dunked his teeth in gold, liquid hot gold. I think all he does is every morning he gets like the Hershey's special deluxe mm-hmm. that comes in the gold wrapper and he forms that around his teeth. Ooh. <laughs> and then he gets the chocolate as a special reward. <laughs> and the halitosis. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. know uh, he's got real bad breath. No. He's They're, sweaty. He's just gross. He probably I don't inter I don't I don't think that he smells good. He'd be a pussy grabber. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm, that's a well that's going a little far. I he think he be. might be. Oh, okay. Because he's obviously I mean, not he just because that's he's an evil guy. But he's not a celebrity, and only no. celebrities can do whatever they want to women. Huh. I'm just I'm just okay. going by what, the words by... of our Republican candidate. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe he isn't a pussy grabber. He's just a he's a butt grabber. He's a butt grabber. For yeah. Sure. He might even be like grab my butt. Somebody, like, he's the opposite of sexual harassment. He wants so, to be harassed, so he harasses you about harassing him. Like, if you have your hands to your sides, he just sort of comes up and starts rubbing his yep, crotch on yep. the back just of your hand. Like, Get it. Get oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Get it. <laughs> Get that. No, you are not, sir. You are doing that intentionally. You're humping my leg now. Yeah. He's a leg humper. I can see that. Uh, okay. Uh, bad neighbor. Yeah, it seems bad. like a bad neighbor. Bad. I don't see how we could defend Baron Goldtooth. <laughs> He's, he's he wants to destroy the world with nuclear missiles. Uh, not cool, bro. And he hates radios. And he hates radios. Not cool. He's a bad guy. Sam, tell us about the Order of the Black Eagle, starring Ian Hunter as Duncan Jacks. Well, Duncan Jacks is the most dangerous ninja in the world. Well, he was. <laughs> now I am not so sure he is a ninja at all. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Fuck ninjas. Fuck pirates, too. Secret agents of mostly unknown affiliations. Now that's where it's at. Even though in the last movie, they were at least seemingly a bunch of thieving ninjas. Mm -hmm. And they look like that's what they were. They stole stuff. They stole stuff. Well, the secret agent game in 1987 totally smashes the ninja scene of 1986. Really seems like the bottom dropped out of the ninja market. Like they were pork bellies during an influenza pandemic. Hey, oh, that's... That's a little economic humor. Only the pork bellies <laughs> come back. Everybody loves oh, economic humor. Bacon. <laughs> Our economy is tied to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, beyond the ninjas getting ditched, we will also be ditching Willie because he's probably dead. Yeah, they killed his ass. The other ninja lady, who may or may not be Gunner, is also gone. So we have back Duncan Jacks, Star, Boone, and Sato. They are now known as the Interpol Spy Agency, which is preposterous. Huh. Well, they do have a baboon. Yes. But Interpol and it's... That's not a qualification for Interpol to make their own spy. Who do they spy on? Interpol. Right. I don't know. Well, Slightly More Light has been cast on this film recently. Apparently, it was made as part of a two-film deal, or tragically made as part of a two-film deal, because I would have watched six of these things. Although they didn't get tagged as such, they were actually made at Owensby Studios, though Earl Owensby was not directly involved. The film's producer, Robert P. Eaton, was the sixth of seven marriages for one Lana Turner, which is probably how he gets interested in the movie business. Get the fuck right out of town. Yeah, and huh. he... Probably the marriage was only two years and it was probably dissolved so quickly because he was constantly pitching this ninja secret agent script to his <laughs> wife and telling her that she gets to play the Come monkey. On. Come on, we, we can make you a star. And she's like, "Who's? Do you, where do you get this acting monkey? And he's like, you get to play the monkey. You'll like, be tops. You'll be tops. Your career Someday is on the downturn. Your name will be in lights. Yeah, you, you know, the postman only rings twice. It was been some time ago, Lana. You need to start branching out and playing monkeys in ninja movies. I don't think he even knows that she was in that. Just he had to have known that it was uh, in the sixty. He was almost nineteen seventy when they were divorced. Nineteen sixty nine. So the, it had been some time since that film. She was also in Peyton Place. Yeah, Peyton Place. Was she in Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was in her, as far as I know. Okay, that's yeah. what I also had confirmation from Donald Trump. The film also features one Flo Hyman, hero of the 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Uh, hero of the 1984 Williams Silver Olympic Volleyball Team, despite the unfortunate name, because I just booed you for the same joke. <laughs> I definitely know at one point Hyman was in her. At one point. Not too long, though. Those volleyball <laughs> players, they're a. Uh, very scandalous bunch. I hear the Olympics is just like it, you know, half the rubber trees in, in all of South America go every four years. <laughs> <laughs> to supply the Olympics. Yeah. Hey. Well, uh, Flo Hyman was actually reportedly able to spike a volleyball 110 miles per hour. How is your name? Never mind. Florence Hyman? I don't know. Flo Hyman. Come yeah. on, dude. Really? Go by your middle name. Think about it, people. Your parents, specifically. Think about <laughs> the, it. People. Dum-dums. Oh, they thought about it, and then they laughed their asses off We're and did it anyway. We're fucking dicks. We're fucking cocksuckers. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Eat it, kid. You're fucking hymen flow for the rest of your life. And you'll tragically die at the age of 31. No! Like, right after the year after this film's released, I think. Well, uh, let's keep an eye out for, one, who is your favorite mercenary? <laughs> okay. Because there's mercenaries in this one. Two, who is the notable historical figure in the trash can? <laughs> and finally, when is the point that you think to yourself, wow, this thing really has it all? <laughs> really? Yes. It's it the same spot for everybody, but we'll talk about it in the podcast. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, this movie is not streaming anywhere. I have triple checked this. It is nowhere. We are going to, in two weeks or two weeks in a row... Tell people 
to steal films. Yep. The FBI is going to come and shut us down because we're uh, enablers. Enablers. Yeah. Uh, that's the only way to see this thing. I don't know why they don't double release both of them on Blu-ray and a two-pack. It's fucking retarded. It is. I know that they both have the widescreen versions available yeah. because the widescreen versions were on Netflix for two years yeah. almost. Right. Absolutely. Uh, they're great. That I. It, as much money as Deadly Prey and Deadliest Prey has made, those guys, what the fuck? Yeah. Come on, put the Duncan Jacks. I want them. Yeah. Somebody could make, you know, a couple thousand dollars couple on this thing. A couple thousand fucking dollars, man. Yeah. And, like, do something good for movie history because these things can't be ignored. Yeah. yeah. So if you've seen this or if you own a copy, I have a bootleg. Uh, come back to us on Monday. And in the meantime, get to the chopper. Fans of Stinker Madness, iTunes thinks you don't like us. What? How is that possible? Well, it's because you haven't given us a review yet. Go to Stinker Madness on iTunes and take just a couple seconds to rate and review us there. While you're at it, hit up Stitcher.com as well. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at forward slash Stinker Madness and email us at talk at We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and get to the chopper.